0: You're listening to the Freelance Friday Podcast. I'm your host, Latasha James. Whether you're ready to launch the side hustle you've been dreaming about, working to double your freelance income and go full time, or just seeking inspiration from some of the smart, innovative folks I know, you're in the right place. Enjoy the episode. Hello, what's up, and welcome back to another episode of the Freelance Friday Podcast. I'm your host, Latasha James. You can find me at the Latasha James on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, on pretty much anywhere that you'd like to find me. And today I am answering a question. Really, I'm waging war with the internet. Oh, I might get ratioed in the uh, ratings. So if you like me, if you like this content, please be sure to thumbs up the video. If you're on YouTube, I want to talk about this whole no experience thing. I see it all over YouTube and all over the internet, kind of this promise that you can become a Six figure business owner, a high performing social media manager, you know, a booked out coach, all these things without experience. And I want to talk specifically about the social media manager thing. As a lot of, you know, that is how I started my freelance career. It's not the only thing I do anymore. Or really a lot of what I do anymore. I do a lot of strategy. I do a lot of coaching. I do a lot, a lot of courses and online education, but that is how I got my start as a freelancer. And I don't think you can be a high performing. Let me rephrase this. I think you can be one. I'm not ever going to stomp on anyone's dreams, but I don't think we should necessarily encourage being a six-figure business owner or high-performing social media manager without experience. Stick with me though, okay? If that's all, if you just came here for the answer of if I believe that's possible or not, bye. I'll see you next time. But if you want some context, stick with me because I definitely have Thoughts. Now, I'm not saying that you need to have corporate social media management experience like I do or that you need to have went to school for marketing or PR or something like that. I didn't. I'm not saying that you need to have worked with 20 clients before you get your first paying client. I'm not saying that you need to know the most or be the best ever to be successful and to market yourself effectively and run a savvy, smart, profitable business, okay? But, 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 (laughs) what I am gonna say is When I go to get my hair cut, I don't want to get my hair cut by somebody who has no experience. If I do, and actually I kind of have, I've went to hair schools before, you know, cosmetology schools, and they'll do like really cheap haircuts for basically portfolio projects. That's something that you can do as a social media manager. Doctors, I'm not going to go to a doctor, say, hey, I think I broke my arm. And he's like, I have no experience with broken arms, but let's try to pop it back into place, right? I'm not gonna do that. But I will say yes when the doctor says, hey, can this intern sit in on this appointment? So so keep those things in mind. I I get it. As a social media manager, no, we are not fixing broken bones or potentially messing up someone's hairdo, dyeing someone's hair and frying it off, right? The risk maybe is a little lower, but I would argue it might even be the same besides health, health, there's nothing that can, you know, rival health obviously, but we are impacting companies, potential revenue, their reputations, their, their PR. We have the potential to have really big impacts. And if not taken seriously, it can be really bad or it can be really good. And so I want you all to do things the right way. I wanna tell you another story real quick before I get into the tips of how to actually get experience. I was meeting with this guy one time. It wasn't even my prospective client. It was like one of my friends and he was gonna subcontract me. And I remember, I don't know why, I'll just never forget this guy saying this. He said, well, you guys, you know, you put on a really good deal, basically. You guys are really good at this. This sounds amazing what you're telling me you're gonna do for me, but you guys are marketers. And marketers have a reputation of, you know, selling you, a really good story and not actually following through on it. And I'm gonna be honest, I see a lot of this in this online business space. Not everybody, not, you know, I'm not picking on you, not naming names here, but saying that you're a six figure booked out, you know, social media manager, that doesn't tell me if your customers were satisfied with your work. That doesn't tell me if you even completed projects. That doesn't tell me anything about, you know, your quality of work. And I really think it is important that we do things the right way, if not for us and our own businesses and getting repeat clients and getting referrals, you know, referrals are always going to be the highest converting type of lead you can get. And usually the easiest to work with in my experience, at least if not for those reasons, but just for the industry as a whole, I don't want people to hear social media freelancer and think scammer, which unfortunately some people do if you look around. Twitter And see what people say about us. It's not always nice. And I don't always agree with that. And I don't agree with what that guy said necessarily. But that is sort of the stereotype of marketers as a whole and social media managers, especially those of us who are self-taught or who work online and have no sort of Oversight, You know what I mean? Like we can do whatever we want. So I think it is really important that we do invest in our training. We do develop some kind of a standard, even within ourselves, just so that we are delivering high quality work and we're not just all talk and yeah, cool. You booked six figures worth of clients, but Did you get them any results? Are they happy with you? You know, let me see some examples and so on and so forth. Okay, so in this episode, I wanna talk about three different ways that you can get social media management experience if you're looking to become a social media freelancer and start your own business. The first way is my way, the way that I got my first experience And that's their personal case studies or personal projects. I did a whole episode, I'll link it about my entrepreneurial story. If you want to check that out, have tea and sit back. It's kind of a long story time. But basically I started blogging just because I liked it. And then I started YouTube just because I liked it. And it sort of turned into a, a writing gig, which then turned into a social media copywriting gig. And then, you know, it just kind of snowballed from there into doing full-fledged social media strategies. So you can totally do that. If you enjoy the writing aspect of social media, start a blog. If you enjoy the um, photography and, you know, content creation aspect, start taking photos. Start taking photos of things for free. You know, Canon, you wanna take a photo of, of this lens and tag Canon in it? Who knows, maybe they'll see you too. And if it's really good, they'll hire you or at the very least, it's just as serving as some sample of your work. You know what I mean? So that is a good way that you can kind of get started. I also, back when I was in college, I started this Instagram account. It was called as seen in Kalamazoo, which was my hometown is my hometown. And I just like took photos around the city and grew the account a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean, I like a hundred followers, it wasn't anything huge, but if somebody did say, Hey, have you ever grown an Instagram account? And this is back when Instagram was like brand new, I could say, yeah, you know, that wasn't just about, me because I do think it is important even if you have a personal project to sort of prove that you can grow something that isn't you you know because your client isn't going to be you necessarily so it is important to have that kind of step back if you will so that's one thing that you can do you can get started on that right now if you want to be a social media manager start an Instagram account about social media marketing, start a podcast. You know that's a great demonstration of your skill set. If you can build out a content calendar for a podcast, create some videograms, create some graphics, uh, write some copy for it. There you go. You have a portfolio piece right there, and it's free. You don't have to ask anyone. Just create something. You can also do number two is portfolio projects. So portfolio projects are essentially going to be projects or clients that you take on for a very low cost or maybe even for free. A lot of people get their first portfolio projects, through a family, you know, maybe your family has, uh, your aunt has like an art business or something, she's an artist, or you have an uncle who's an author, or maybe you go to church, and you ask your church, you know, they don't have any Facebook, they don't have any social media, and they need to start live streaming Sunday service, and you say, hey, I can do this for free, if you guys will give me a testimonial and a review, and you know, help me get some stuff in my portfolio, there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. It's basically volunteering or low cost work essentially to just kind of get your foot in the door. And I know that some people don't believe in this, but it's like an internship. You know, if you ask me, I did an internship as well. I did get paid for it, but I got paid like $10 an hour. So it wasn't much. I mean, I was very grateful to have worked a paid internship in college, but it was an internship. And so that's essentially what a portfolio project is going to be. It's going to be low cost or free in exchange for getting you that experience. My tips for portfolio projects though are to number 1 make sure that they are what you want to do. Don't let somebody rope you into Oh yeah, Latasha said she wants to be a social media manager, so I have this blog post that need to, needs to be edited. She can do that for free. No, that's not social media management. That's not what I want to do. You know, make sure that it is really on target with with what you want to offer so that you have that proof of concept that you're delivering. Similarly, when it comes to niche, you know, um, the church example, maybe you really don't want to work with faith based organizations or churches or, or nonprofits or community things. It, in that sort of space. You you don't really want to do that. You don't want to offer that for your paid offer. So maybe that isn't the greatest option. Maybe you should actually go out and try to look for a private individual who more matches your ideal client. Because if I want to work with t-shirt companies, I want to have another t-shirt company example so that they can really envision themselves working with me when I showcase my portfolio. So be picky about that. It's free or very low cost, so you can be picky. Like, you should be in the driver's seat. You shouldn't be taking anything that you can get. Some great places to find portfolio projects besides friends, family, community, are Facebook groups. I did a whole podcast episode on Facebook groups. You can check that out and check out some of the uh, specific groups that I mentioned in the description box of that. But there's some good ones that I would probably lean on for sure. Now you also for a portfolio project are gonna wanna have a start date and an end date. Don't say, okay, church, okay, person I know, okay, auntie, uncle, I am going to do your social media, period. No, I am going to create a content calendar for one month. I am going to create 10 pieces of content for you. I'm going to set up one Facebook Live. I am going to do one photo shoot and so on and so forth. Make it a start and an end thing because you don't wanna get sucked into doing like you're know, you on social media for two years for free or for $200 a month or whatever. So make sure that it has a start and end date. Also make sure that it is work that you know you can do, especially if they're paying you, even if it's just a little bit. You wanna make sure it's something that you can do like clockwork, you know, you don't need to research a ton. It should be easy for you if you're going to be presumably doing this for free or for cheap, and it should also be something that they're going to give you a really good review on. You don't want something that. People are going to be like, oh yeah, she actually like crashed our sound system trying to do that Facebook live. Or, you know, she lost a bunch of followers because she was posting offensive content. You want to do something that you know that you can do pretty well. And then have a plan for offboarding. Make sure to send them a survey. I like HoneyBook. I'll leave my HoneyBook link down below. You can get 50% off HoneyBook with that link. And I like to create offboarding surveys on there. So you can ask people, hey, what did you think about my communication process. What did you think about the quality of my content? What did you think about, you know, my responsiveness, whatever questions you want to add in there. And you can also add a line item for a testimonial and let them know at the upfront when you're doing this portfolio project, Hey, I'm going to be asking you for a testimonial at the end, if you're happy with my work. And that is going to be some of your best marketing material to go ahead and get a paid client. And you really only, you know, you don't need 20,000 testimonials. One really good one can work two good ones can definitely work three pretty good ones can work you know what i mean so you don't need to have 20,000 you don't need to work for free for a year or 6 months or 3 months you can say month one of being a freelancer i'm going to do two portfolio projects and then you know on that third week second week whatever i'm going to actually start pitching to paying clients, okay? So that's portfolio projects. Now, the other thing that you can do is educate yourself. And I think you should do this regardless, even if you've had a bunch of clients. Like I said, education does not have to be going to a four-year college or even a two-year college or going to college at all. I loved going to college. I mean, I kind of didn't like it when I was in there, but I'm glad that I went. I think I learned a lot about professionalism and people skills and conquering some of my fears of public speaking and things like that in college, but it's not right for everybody. And furthermore, I fully understand my privilege of being able to go. I was very fortunate to have been raised in the city that randomly by some weird stroke of luck gave out scholarships for people who went to my school which is like random i understand that doesn't happen for everybody if that didn't happen for me i don't know if i would have went to college i was not raised with money at all so unless i would have qualified for an academic scholarship i don't know that i would have went so i fully understand that's not possible or doable or Something that people want, but with that said, if, if you do go to college, most educational programs offer some ability to get some type of portfolio work. Now I went to school for film and political science, so I didn't really get social media experience, but I definitely had a lot of videos, you know, for my film degree. And even from the poli-sci stuff, I did a lot of kind of current event pieces that were new media style, either written for the web or were newsy and, and video or audio pieces. So those did help my overall portfolio, but I didn't have like a Twitter post to share, you know what I mean, as a part of a portfolio. So the great thing is that we live in 2021 though, and there is an online course, there was a program, there was a coach, there is something for everybody out there. And there are definitely ways that you can get experience online at an affordable cost without spending an arm and a leg on, you know, a traditional four year degree or two year degree or whatever. Now, if you are going to go to school, one question I get a lot is what should I go to school for? And I would probably say, if you know, for sure you want to be a social media manager, look into PR, look into marketing. Um, I would say business, maybe, I don't know. I haven't really looked at business curriculum lately, but my degree wasn't bad. I, I really lean on it a lot, but I probably wouldn't it probably wouldn't be my top recommendation. So yeah, take online courses, even if you do not need experience, even if you have experience, you know, you've taken on a bunch of clients already, take online courses, I try to go through and take something every couple months just to kind of keep me fresh, up to date on things. I always talk about HubSpot Inbound or HubSpot Academy rather is the actual course suite that they have. I think they're fantastic. You probably know from listening to the podcast that I have a lot of courses. I actually am launching a new one or just launched a new one called the Social Media Management Accelerator. And this course was really my answer to this question. My goal with this course was to help people walk away with a portfolio that they can then take to a prospective employer or pitch to a client and say, here's some examples of my copywriting style. Here's some examples of the types of content I can create for you and share that with them. So the social media management accelerator is an eight week program. It's a cohort based course, meaning that you learn with a group of other people, under a hundred people total. We get together on live zoom webinars every single week, as well as, you know, read through some text and watch some recorded videos as well. And learn some of the key skills that are important for a social media manager to have from copywriting to analytics. And yeah, this is kind of my answer to the people who don't have experience and they're really struggling to prove results for their clients. They've gotten past the art of selling. You know, they know how to sell, they know how to pitch the pitch, the package, but they don't know how to actually make the things happen. They don't know how to read those analytics and Put it into a story for their client that they can actually understand and put it into a nice report. So that's kind of why I decided to create this course. This course really is something unique. As far as I know, I haven't seen a ton of other things out there on the market that are like this, but there are a ton of other courses. So if you're like, you know what, I don't really need that, but I do need advanced Facebook ads. Look for an advanced Facebook ads course. Uh, Start with Facebook Blueprint. It's free, but if you need something more advanced, I'm sure there's a ton of those out there online. Maybe you need advanced photography or design, whatever it is, understand where your weak spots are and learn them because usually, and if you're taking a good course what the instructor, what I always tell my students is make sure to implement, even if there's not a formal assignment. The Social Media Management Accelerator does have formal assignments that I'll be grading and giving back to you with feedback. But even for my courses that don't have formal assignments, I always say, you know, read through this module and then make sure to go and implement. If you're reading about reels or stories or whatever, that means that you should then take a pause from the course content and create some reels of your own. Save those into a portfolio so you have some experience, you have something to show for your work, it's gonna make it so much easier to actually sell to a client and prove results for them when you've already done it. It's it's really hard to be successful at something that you've never done or you've never had success with in general. And that's kind of my closing thought for this is I see this a lot in comments. And again, I'm not calling anyone out. I'm not trying to shame anyone by any means, but I see a lot, okay, I got the client, I'm really scared. I'm not going to be able to perform for them. And I'll be honest, do I feel 120% confident with every client I sign? Um, no, I mean, sure. There's, there's clients that maybe are a new industry for me or have some particular challenge that maybe is a little bit unique or that I haven't had a ton of experience with, but I know that I can write a tweet. I know that I can create some cool content. I know the basic fundamentals of social media copywriting. I'm not learning on the job. If you're going to learn on the job, do an internship or a portfolio project. I don't think it's fair to your clients to be Googling how to run a Facebook ad while charging them thousands of dollars to run Facebook ads. It's not really fair and ethical in my opinion. Again, I know I'm probably gonna get ratioed. Um, I, I feel like people are not gonna like this episode, but I'm just keeping it real. I don't think that's fair. So my answer to that question is, have a proof of concept before somebody starts paying you for it. So again, that can be multiple things. It can be a personal project, it can be a portfolio project, or it can be some type of an educational venture, an online course, a degree, an internship or something like that, but you should have done it, you know, to some degree before charging money, especially before charging a lot of money. And that's my two cents on that. (laughs) All right, so I hope that this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, I will leave links to the things that I mentioned in the show notes and in the description box. Of course, up at the top will be a link to the social media management accelerator. As of recording this, we still do have a few seats left. It is limited to hundred people. So make sure that if it's something that you're thinking about, if it's an investment that you're comfortable making that you go ahead and get started with that sooner rather than later. So seats don't run out on you, but it's an eight week program. Class is gonna kick off on March 29th and we're gonna have weekly classes that you can either watch live or you can watch the recording of in a more traditional course format, whatever works best for you. There will be weekly assignments though. So if you do wanna get graded on those, you'll need to turn those in every single week. And I will be giving you my personalized feedback on those. In addition to that, we'll be putting you in small groups so you can have mastermind sessions with other people who are taking the course and really get that networking and accountability time in. And there will be a couple of group calls with me as well so we can all chat. So it's gonna be a really fun program. I absolutely cannot wait to kick it off. And yeah, I think you guys are going to love it. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your Friday, and I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Show notes for this episode are available at latashajames.com/podcast and contain all of the links I may have mentioned today, as well as an invitation to join my private Facebook group, The Freelance Friday Podcast Community. You can also learn about my ultra exclusive membership community, the Freelance Friday Club. Oh, and if you liked what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or throw me a testimonial over at latashajames.com slash contact. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon.